0: Welcome to the Geek-Centric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review and preview for Disney's Monsters at Work.
1: We're watching this. Always watching this.
0: Welcome to MIFT, you bunch of jokesters. I hope you're ready for some big changes coming to Monsters Incorporated. My name is Nate, and today we'll be giving you our first reaction to Disney's new animated series, Monsters at Work, uh, which hits Disney Plus on July 7th. But first, if you're joining us for the first time, this is our spoiler-free preview show uh, where we share our first reactions with you and discuss our opinions on whether or not this series is worth. Checking out. Now, allow me to introduce you to my fellow Mifters. Uh, first up, like Randall, he's tall, dark, and terrifyingly good at getting the job done. He's Justin.
1: <laughs> oh, that's kind of sweet. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't
0: see Randall as a bad character. He's, he's really good at his job. Yeah. I know, Steve
1: Buscemi's great.
0: You know? Uh, and you kind of look like, no, you definitely. Yeah, well, that would be an insult. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's the Sully to My Wazowski and always down for a good laugh he's Kevin, top of his scare class, Hudson. Hey, little buddy.
2: <laughs> okay, that was, that was my best
0: John Goodman. That was not too bad, not too bad. Uh, I'm excited to talk to you guys about these uh, first two episodes, which were lovingly provided to us by Disney Plus Canada. Thank you very much. Uh, but first, a little insight into the show uh, for our listeners who may not know about some of the changes uh, that have come to Monstropolis. So, Monsters at Work takes place the day after Monsters Incorporated power plant started harvesting the laughter of children to fuel the city of Monstropolis. Thanks to Mike and Sully's discovery that laughter generates 10 times more energy than screams. It follows the story of Tyler Tuskman, uh, an eager young monster who graduated the top of his class at Monsters University and always dreamed of becoming a scarer until he lands a job at Monsters Incorporated and discovers that scaring is out. And laughter is in. After Tyler is temporarily reassigned to the Monsters, Inc. facilities team, or MIFT, uh, he must work alongside a misfit bunch of mechanics while setting his sights on becoming a jokester. Uh, This is produced by Disney Television Animation uh, and inspired by the world of Disney and Pixar's Academy Award winning Monsters, Inc. The series introduces new monsters, uh, sorry, the series introduces new monster characters alongside Returning favorites. Uh, So, guys, I I had a good time with this. Before we kind of get into maybe our overall thoughts on these first two episodes, I want to know like, I know it's not really like a hype kind of series, but what was your hype level going into this series? Justin, let's start with you.
1: Yeah, I I, I was definitely interested in wanting to see more from this world. And I I think that, you know, in the preview, when they established that this was going to be taking place, you know, shortly after the events of Monsters, Inc., that that is something that we haven't explored yet. You know, they Mm -hmm. are in transition um, from going from scarce to laughter. So I thought that that was kind of interesting. Um, You know, obviously, Disney is finding the longevity in all of their properties. And sometimes that works, and sometimes that doesn't. But I think with at least this, what was reassuring about them trying to stretch this into a series was, you know, bringing back, you know, John Goodman and Billy Crystal and much of the other cast that was featured in the original film. But it it does go without saying, like, is it too late? You know, it's it's been what twenty years since the last movie came out, and and I get that there's an anniversary around the release of this, but I don't know. I, I I I guess. You know, I wanted to see it, but I wasn't itching for it.
0: Sure. Yeah. And I mean, we, you know, we've talked on our, our Star Wars watch clubs in the past of like how, you know, uh, Disney and, and Lucasfilm are, are finding every single way to, you know, every single pocket of time that hasn't been explored. Um, and so seeing this kind of take place in this in this moment um, is interesting because it, it is continuing. And, and, you know, we thought that it could have possibly been like an anthology series, and and not a week to week storyline, but I mean, I know for me, I'm really happy we were wrong with that. Kevin, how about yourself?
2: Uh, you, you you hit it right on the head there. Like first of all, Justin, you started with you know bringing back those essential voice talents in Billy Crystal and John Goodman, just that name power. I mean, if they weren't going to be in this, I don't think I would have even bothered to tune in. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but the, so they sort of gave it that instant level of okay, it's at least a legitimate project here, but. I did have the fear that it was just going to be a series of weekly adventures with familiar characters. And so that was my apprehension going into the show for sure.
0: And I think that's kind of the cool thing about how they're sort of going the direction they're taking this series. And again, I'm really happy that, you know, we have those characters there, but they're not they're not just that's not just it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? We're we're getting so much more in it. I was also worried that it would start to feel a little bit kind of like. Just more monsters incorporated, like shorts, like Pixar shorts, and yeah. and it, it it still it actually feels like it's going somewhere, uh, and so I think it's going to be a really fun twenty five minutes every week for the you know next ten weeks that we get the series.
2: Oh, I, like I so yeah, that, I was very hesitant going into it. I was like, I'll check it out. I like these guys, and I was hooked by the end of that first episode, getting into that new main character's story. Yeah. I was like, this is a cool adventure through yeah. this new Monsters Inc. world. I mean. I'm already thinking this would have made a better movie than the prequel did. Yeah. You You know, just in terms of, I mean, but yeah, I just, I'd rather see where these characters that I like go, not where they came from to get to that middle point. You know, that's always my preference.
0: But I do really enjoy, Kevin, how now that we've established Monsters University as a thing, how they've lightly touched upon and and maybe they'll continue to sort of meld the two That's a great together, point. Right, that's a same great universe. point. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. Um, you know, you mentioned you mentioned some of the top cast coming back: uh, Billy Crystal, John Goodman. Of course, we Jennifer we got uh, yeah, absolutely, and we got yeah, Jennifer Tilly, as Celia. Um, But you know, I think let's talk about that new cast. Um, I was super stoked to hear. Tyler, Tyler Tuskman, voiced by Ben Feldman, who most people, you know, at least out of the pandemic, the hit hit of the pandemic superstore, <laughs> I think a lot of people, at least for me, a lot of people might be really stoked to hear uh, that he's he's in this uh, the series. and he's playing the perfect role. again, he's like he's a nervous, neurotic tryhard uh, who's kind of out of place and, I mean, that's pretty much his character from Superstore. So I don't know if he's being typecast here, but how about you guys? Did you guys have any standout characters that you really, really enjoyed or were surprised by?
2: This voice cast is is fantastic. I mean, when you have like Henry Winkler and um, Mindy K- uh, Kaling has been, has been really, really fun so far. I mean, they've got Aisha Tyler, who's a really, really great voice actress playing you know, I think she's been in about one and a half minutes so far of the show. Like, that's how deep the roster goes. Right. That, like, everyone is played by somebody you're familiar with. It's kind of fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think the Henry Winkler was probably uh, the great one to, to kind of see, um, you know, in this in this ragtag of, of voice cast.
0: Again, maybe this is a typecast thing, but he reminds me so much of his character in Barry, right? For those who have seen the, the HBO show, Barry, like, he's just... Maybe that's just Henry Winkler these days. That's just the the character he plays is like sort of the the very like clumsy but confident. He's he's always yeah. quite aloof, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love I love the way he sort of just messes things up, but at the same time he's just so he's so excited about what they're doing uh, at MIFT that it's it's endearing. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to to seeing his character a lot more. Uh, as for Mindy Kaling, like again another perfect sort of voice for that type of character, right yeah. and and it's cool. she's again, another way they're tying monsters University in. She's the same monster species as art. Um and so I just think that's cool how they're they're working on expanding that yeah. and and bringing that in in the throughfold so it's not just sort of left behind.
2: Um, you've you've blown my mind with the whole connection to Monsters University because obviously it's a, a common theme through the first two episodes. But what I'm saying is, You've almost legitimized that movie for me yes. now, and like if that's what this show does by the end <laughs> of it, is almost make this arcing story. Now I'll, yeah. t- you know, and it makes that more relevant. That's awesome.
1: But yeah. I think that's what it does really well because like Monsters University wasn't a flop for for Pixar. It actually did well in comparison. I think to some of their other sequel films, but to Nate's point, bringing it all together and drawing a sense of connectivity uh, with with a you know sort of original story a prequel and now what would be a sequel series i think it's really great that they've they've been able to encompass it all and not to your point nate leave anything behind or or leave anything out
0: for sure yeah, absolutely, and 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 we kind of talk about that in terms of again Star Wars and how how a lot of the times the stuff that we see later on helps to make the stuff we've seen before even better. Uh, and that's that's honestly, I know that sounds like we're drinking the Disney Plus Kool Aid, but honestly, <laughs> it's it's true as as critics as as something we're watching and we're we're judging against you know other animated properties for sure.
1: But I think that's that's the point of Disney you know it doesn't always succeed for them to just do a property and then you know stretch it as far as they can with sure. sequels and series it doesn't always work we've we've seen that in the 90s i think now with with this sort of platform of disney plus it just lends itself Uh, to to being more of an opportunity for them to find new avenues so it doesn't need to be a feature film you know it doesn't need to be a a straight to vhs film it can be a little mini series and they can control the length of that it could be you know 15 minute shorts or you know they could be 40 minute 50 minute long episodes who knows but the reality is is that the platform it, it fits disney's model because all of the properties that they have it's about longevity it's about this lasting beyond just one one significant sort of feature film right so i think this is this is very telling of of what we were expecting we knew what we were going to get with disney plus this was just going to be the platform to launch things like
0: this well and i'm so excited again for for kind of you know we had that disney investors day and we got so much from it and and so to now start to see some of it coming to fruition with this series is uh it's exciting it's exciting to kind of finally get there now I want to know, we've kind of been talking pretty highly about these first two episodes. Was there anything in it that maybe you didn't enjoy or something that you didn't love about uh, about the episodes?
1: I, I think that, like, I-, I would say that I enjoyed them. I- I've enjoyed the episodes, but there's, n- I don't know if there's enough for me to really go at for saying of things that I didn't like right now sure. at this point. And like even to say that I loved it, I don't know if I could even say that. Like right now I'm just I'm interested uh and and I and I want to see more. And I, I think their their approach is, is gonna work. Right. It's just gonna see, you know, like you said, ten episodes or ten weeks, what what that's gonna look like, right? For for right. the series.
0: I mean for me, like I know I was apprehensive, and we've talked about this in the past, about how this is Disney taking this on and not necessarily Pixar. It's inspired by Monsters, Inc., but it's not actually Pixar. So, you know, I was a little bit worried. It's kind of tough to tell because, you know, the screeners we get aren't necessarily the highest quality. Um, And so when we're watching them, you know, is this animation at the level or the tier that we would expect from a modern-day Pixar? And and I think the only thing I can say is, like, it's not – but at the same time that might be okay because it's it it's based you know we're looking at at a a show based on a movie that was from you know however long ago and it still fits in with that animation style so when you well, look at like a character when you look at a character like fritz for instance specifically you know, his fur is kind of matted down. You don't really see it as much as you would like a Sully or something like right. that. So it's definitely it definitely looks better than I think Monsters Inc.,
2: but I just don't know if it lives 100%. up to what I would expect from Pixar. Right. But okay. I but I think that's the idea. I think if you changed the look of the characters too much, if you updated it and they didn't quite have that same cartoony look that, you know from 15 year old CGI, it would jar people. It wouldn't mm. feel like it's part of that same universe.
1: Yeah, I think we've seen through the Pixar movies, like even if you look at Toy Story, right? Toy Story 1, Bugs Life, and Monsters, Inc. Which I think follow, like you can really see the geometrical shapes that make these characters wrapped in, in you know their fur and their monster aesthetic. And I think Monsters, Inc. was actually probably the best of the three that I just listed. But even from then to now, you can see the the sort of generation of of animation leaps if you will you know it's okay if it looks different and it doesn't look like that but I, I get what you mean is it up to par in terms of of pixar but like where would you really notice that would it be lighting or shadows or textuals i just
0: think character char- yeah character models yeah for me, like I think maybe that would maybe that's where it is because i was thinking the same was, thing yeah there was yeah. such a there was such a, a I do think there was an updated version of it with Monsters U. I do think we, yes. we obviously saw that natural progression in, in their capabilities. And so, you know, just going forward to this, that's where I was just a little bit worried. You know, obviously they're borrowing the assets from Pixar, but were they able to maintain them the way that we would yeah. expect? That's all. I think
1: yeah. I think Disney is 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 still at the forefront of animation oh, as absolutely. well. So I feel like you know it's it's going to be that it, it's more or less the story that I would say. Because remember we've yeah. we've talked about this before. Like Pixar stories are always different from from that of, of Disney. And I think this this actually looks already off the first two episodes something very Disney esque that that seems like it's relatable. It, it adopts a little bit of that Pixar, but I think this sort of moral value of of this character tyler and what he's gonna learn and how he you know what i mean like that seems very disney and i feel like that is is where the the disney might be coming from i think the animation because the studios are the same they're going to use the same sort of probably outlines of 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 how they build the production right so
0: all right well listen i mean uh, kind of wrapping up our thoughts here. I mean,'ll I'll, I'll wait to see if it makes me cry. if it makes me cry it will live up to the Pixar standard. But uh, I want to know, guys, you know, even though we've only gotten these two episodes so far, uh, I'd love to know your overall final thoughts and do these first two episodes live.
2: All right, Kevin, does th- do these first two episodes live up to the hype? For you, you know i I have to admit it, I am pleasantly not surprised, but just satisfied with uh what we got so far. um I had apprehensions about whether the show would be something you could invest into from a storyline point of view, or if it was just gonna be you know a cheap way to get familiar characters back on the screen and um i'm not it's not a complex maybe pixar level of depth story but i think it's going to be a fun one to follow with characters we're familiar with and that i think um are going to be fun to get to know uh like i love the new randall if you will
0: uh yeah for sure he's
2: duncan is great um and so yeah I, i think i would like to see a bit more humor from the side characters like if it's all about these you know the comedy basically right they're trying to get laughs i would love even the side characters to just have a bit better one-off banter you know one-off lines and stuff For just sure. to show the comedy side of it you That'd know cool. these are comedians in practice that's all i'm sort of lacking um but i would i'm 100 percent ready to invest uh, you know 10 weeks into a fun little adventure to monsters in uh,
0: very yeah. cool yeah justin
1: yeah, I, I think it's the same sentiments. I, I I didn't know what to expect. I'm glad that we you know we were fortunate enough to actually watch the first two episodes. It, it really does set my interest at least as to where they're going to go with it. I, I love the timeline. I, I like that we're you know in a transition period. Something that again w- would have been a better sequel movie, but I think it's interesting that they want to explore that now through a series and through another character and a whole bunch of other characters and side characters. So I, I I'm you know definitely intrigued enough that I will be checking it out weekly. Uh, as, as a as a long-time Pixar fan, 100%, I, I guess it surpassed the hype because I didn't really know what to expect. So
0: Cool. Yeah. Um, I completely agree with both of you. Like, And, and again, as I have sort of said throughout the review, I love how it ties together both Monsters, Inc. and Monsters, U. in a yes. way that feels natural. Yeah, it feels like it, it's a natural progression. Mm-hmm. And I also think it was a great choice for Disney to include Sully, Mike, and Celia in the show. Um, as much as they actually have, I'm actually surprised that we actually got more than I anticipated of those characters. But I'm glad that we're not focused on them. Right. They're not the focus, they're on the right. sidelines, and I yeah. love the fresh story of these myths misfits who like they've always they've always been there, but we've never seen them because they work behind the scenes, and I love that idea. And I love I love how they might even be able to play with like it's possible they could play with like um like flashbacks of maybe we get to learn a little bit more about Fritz, but we get to see maybe some events from Monsters Incorporate Monsters Incorporated happened, but with hit, you know, kind of from his perspective, there's a lot they could do with it. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do with Duncan, but overall, you know, it's a workplace comedy, and it it still manages to stay heartwarming and original despite running the risk of feeling stale because it's now the first, sorry, the third time uh, that we're visiting Monstropolis. So overall, for me, this does live up to the hype, and I'm excited to see uh, Tyler's story play out, you know, week to week, Uh, and again. It better make me cry. It's got to make me cry. Disney, you got to make me cry or else I'll never trust you with another Pixar series ever again. Oh, I'm uh, so sure. <laughs> well, that is it for our spoiler-free review. We hope you enjoyed hearing our early reactions to Disney's Monsters at Work. And if you did, just head down to the maintenance level and give us five full laugh canisters. I mean, uh, sorry, stars out of five. Uh, Keep in mind, we also have our spoiler-free review for Marvel's Black Widow out now. uh, And we're still continuing our watch clubs for both Marvel's Loki and Star Wars The Bad Batch every single week. So go check those out. We got so much Disney Plus content that we're talking about, uh, and we're so stoked for that. But until next time, Mifters, Kevin, Justin, thank you so much for joining me for this spoiler-free review. And as we say, love ya.
2: Stay home safe, guys. Peace.